Good afternoon and welcome. It's midday. I'm Tom Hall. Hope you had a good holiday weekend. Thanks for being with us. Uh, this word on the weather, some roads in and around Baltimore City are icy, so be careful when you're driving and walking on streets and sidewalks. We've had freezing drizzle all morning. We might get a little more snow later today, and after today, the best chance for more snow is Thursday night. The National Weather Service says we'll get the coldest air of the season so far. Tonight, temps could fall to below 13 degrees. There's also big news about the news. We learned last night that the Baltimore Sun has been sold to David Smith, the executive chairman of Sinclair Broadcasting, the conservative media conglomerate that owns Fox 45 TV station here in Baltimore and more than 200 other stations across the country. Joining me now to talk about what this might mean for the sun and for the media landscape in the Baltimore metro area is Melody Simmons. She's a former sun reporter who's a senior reporter for the Baltimore Business Journal. Hey, Mel, how you doing? Hey, Tom, I'm doing well, thanks. Good. So what do you, what happened? Uh, what did we learn last night? I know there's a lot we don't know. I know that David Smith uh, was scheduled to meet with people at the sun uh, today at 11 o'clock. Uh, one assumes that meeting is still in progress, but what do we know so far? Well, what we know is we got the word very quickly, as did the entire newsroom at the Baltimore Sun, that the deal had been um, signed. Basically, David Smith, who is the owner of Sinclair Broadcasting up in Hunt Valley, personally purchased the newspaper. Um, and we don't know many details from that. We just know that the deal was done and he bought the paper from Alden Capital, which is an investment fund, former hedge fund. And uh, they actually um, are, are selling off certain portions of the big, um, I guess they bought a portfolio, you could call it, of media companies when they uh, acquired Tribune Publishing. And, of course, uh, Stuart Bainham, uh, rather uh, publicly and famously, uh, attempted to buy the Baltimore Sun. There were some other groups uh, in town, the Abel Foundation and some others, uh, who were talking about putting together consortiums of uh, groups who could buy the Sun. Uh, they were rebuffed in those efforts. Stuart Bainham rebuffed in his effort to buy the Sun. At one point, he was even going to buy the entire Tribune company, all of the newspapers in that chain. Uh, do we have any notion as to why David Smith was, uh, you know, uh, given the sale when a guy like Stuart Bainham or some of the others were not? We don't know too much. We know that the Alden spokesperson has said in the last 24 hours that um, they were very um, inspired by the local ownership and by the newspaper itself, the Baltimore Sun, a storied newspaper with uh, a great um, track record, of course. I worked there for 20 years. I can tell you high standards, high professional, uh, covers Maryland, um, you know, every single, you know, corner of the state. Um, you know, they were excited to uh, reward or re return the um, the newspaper back to local ownership, and they cut a deal with David Smith. And, um, of course, he is local. He is a media owner. Um, he owns a very conservative station, Sinclair Broadcasting, based in Hunt Valley. Um, they started with Fox 45, which is the WBFF television. And so there's a lot of questions that remain as to what his ownership 
is going to look like? What kind of owner will he be? What kind of newsroom will it be? Um, you know, what did he pay for the paper? We don't know that either. Some of these details will drip out. We wish we were a fly on the wall right now um, as the newsroom meeting gets ready to start up and or is going on now. We don't know. Uh, I think it's going to happen around one o'clock, but um, I think that it's it's in the works right now. So reporters and editors are going to get a better view after a meeting with him. And of course, in this business, nothing stays in the circle. So we, we should know some more details by three o'clock. Yeah, uh, in, a, in a, a message to uh, the newsroom from uh, Triff Alonsis, the uh, publisher uh, and editor of The Sun, uh, he said that meeting was actually scheduled to start at 11 today. So they, they started around 11 o'clock and uh, one assumes they're still going talking about it. Um, and you made the point that David Smith bought this personally. This is not a purchase by the Sinclair Broadcasting Company. Um, but uh, one can't imagine that, uh, you know, uh, it would not have, uh, he, he, that Mr. Smith would not have designs in somehow integrating the work that uh, his television stations do, including Fox 45 here in Baltimore, which is kind of the flagship station of this. Uh, it's, the, it's the largest co uh, collection of local television stations in the country. Um, has, has anybody given any uh, indication at all about what the relationship between the Baltimore Sun and Fox 45 or the Sinclair Group uh, might be uh, moving forward? We don't know any details about that. The one thing we saw was in an email that went to all the reporters at The Sun, which of course was leaked out right away. And we quoted it in our story in the Business Journal today. But basically, um, Trifalatsis, the publisher, said that after having dinner with David Smith over the weekend, that there was some talk about using more of a multimedia platform going forward as soon as the deal closes. And the deal hasn't closed yet. It's probably going to close within, I would imagine, within three to six months. Um, but they will probably revamp the whole platform. Um, the Baltimore Banner, of course, has hired a lot of Old Sun reporters. They've been working on the story as well. And um, one of the investors in this deal with David Smith is Armstrong Williams, who is a, a very conservative columnist um, and a very conservative voice out there in the media today. So this brings a, a different um, dimension possibly to um, the discussion, to the forum, to the debate, to the coverage. Um, we just don't quite know. I know that um, the one thing we did hear from David Smith is that he's um, very happy to be a local owner of the newspaper. Um, he's felt that um, it has a it has a lost and diminished a lot of its um, cachet over the years. And um, I'm hoping um, that he can see a way to turn it around and become more aggressive and more, um, maybe hire more reporters, hire more editors, and cover the suburbs more because local news has really taken a hit. Indeed, not just here, but uh, in other places. And of course, the Baltimore Banner, which uh, Stuart Bainham, uh, you know, uh, is the, the main financial backer of that 
uh, Enterprise. It's a partner uh, of us here at WIPR. Uh, they're doing some excellent work, uh, and they are, I know, uh, hoping to expand their coverage of the suburbs in particular, as you've mentioned. Um, there are precedents for this all around the country. The Los Angeles Times is owned by a, a, a rich physician who made a lot of money uh, in the medical uh, devices uh, world. Jeff Bezos of Amazon owns the Washington Post. It's not owned by Amazon. It's owned by uh, Mr. Bezos himself. Um, so there's certainly precedents for this. Um, but uh, there have to be some concerns, and certainly if social media, uh, uh, the, 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 the initial reaction by a lot of uh, people uh, in the media here in this, this area last night to the news uh, was very negative. Uh, people worried that David Smith's politics uh, were going to be, uh, you know, uh, a, a, a factor that was going to be a difficult factor uh, in the publication of the Baltimore Sun. Any, any notion about what's going on in that regard? We haven't really heard his voice too much. I think we're going to know a little bit more in the weeks to come, hopefully in the days to come about that. Um, he's meeting with the staff. I don't know what he's going to tell them. Uh, we don't know uh, his vision and his, um, you know, for how he plans to move forward as an owner of a newspaper. Um, so a lot of owners, um, you know, have a hands-off approach. I don't think that he will. I think that he's committed to this. I think we're going to see more of a personal intervention into the newsroom. Um, editorially, we don't know what what we're going to face with the Sun. Um, the Sun has been um, more of a you know left leaning newspaper for many years. And um, I don't know if this is going to change their editorial policy or how they cover um, you know investigations or anything else. But I do know that all, all of these chapters that The Sun has recorded since it was first sold from the Abel family back in 1986 to Times Mirror, which I remember I was in the newsroom when that announcement came down. Um, you know, all of these have been part of, chap of chapters in a large book about just our local newspaper. But everybody in most cities across the country have um, could write their own chapters because the news business is changing. It's morphing. Um, nobody really knows, you know, where it's going to go. Everything has taken on an individual tone. And this is why we're seeing a lot of nonprofit news ventures, uh, you know, being established like the banner, which has um, really in the past eight, almost 18 months, established itself as a really strong voice in our city and state. Yeah, and of course, Mr. Smith has been no stranger to local politics. Uh, he was the uh, financial backer uh, in November of 2022 for ballot initiatives, uh, one of which passed, uh, uh, requiring elected officials uh, to be subject to term limits. He also tried to have a ballot initiative about recalling them while they were in office. That did not uh, pass. That did not. That wasn't. They didn't get enough signatures to get that one on the ballot. Uh, and he's got another uh, ballot initiative uh, on this. Uh, the, this upcoming ballot, he's trying to uh, work that out. He's been working on that for the last year or so. Uh, it's a measure that would actually reduce the size of the Baltimore City Council from 14 members just to eight members. So he is uh, he's certainly taken an interest. Uh, he, he invested about a half a million dollars the last time. Uh, I think he's up to 200 or $300,000 investing uh, so far in the effort to uh, reduce the size of the council. So it'll be interesting to see 
about the credibility of the Baltimore Sun, given the fact that the owner is, uh, you know, trying to uh, certainly uh, put these kinds of questions in front of voters. So I know you will stay on top of it, as will our partners at the Banner, and we appreciate your time today telling us about it, and we'll stay in touch. Thanks, Tom. It's quite a story. It and, is indeed. Uh, wow. Like you just <laughs> laid it out, you know, it has a lot of local impact. And so I'm sure the reporters in the Sun are asking him those questions right now. Indeed. Well, thanks, Mel. I appreciate it. Melody Simmons, a senior reporter for the Baltimore Business Journal. And up next, the Reverend Kevin Slayton joins me to talk about his thought-provoking new book, Politically Preaching, Why Politics Are Local to the Black Church. And before we go to a break, this sad news from the world of the arts. Carl Grubbs, a gifted saxophone player, composer, and educator, died of pneumonia on January 5th. He trained with John Coltrane and passed on his encyclopedic knowledge of jazz to countless students. He and many others have performed his compositions around the world, and Contemporary Arts, the organization he founded with his wife Barbara, has transformed the lives of young people in Baltimore and beyond. Carl Grubbs was a gentle, lovely man, and he leaves an important and enduring legacy as a giant in the world of jazz. Here's a little taste of a concert Carl played three years ago at Keystone Corner here in Baltimore with two of his protégés who were making a big impression on the international jazz scene, Eben and Ephraim Dorsey. Carl Grubbs was 79 years old. ¶¶ 